ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you were a former president that showed up to SneakerCon to sell your wares and sold out within 24 hours, I already know what you're going to do. You're going to be elected the next president of the United States. Welcome back to another episode of the Government Podcast, your checks and balances, social commentary. Two halves to make one whole with a complete asshole. It's a tight booty right here. My name is Cole Jackson. My name, howdy, is Shogun. What's up? That was a terrible intro. It don't matter. On my part. <laughs> I don't know what to say after you talk. I would just be like, hey, what's happening, everybody? My name is Shogun, and I'm back again for another episode of Gov Night Podcast. How y'all doing? Are you jelly roll now? Let's do it. Let's get into it. That's hard. That's I hope we talk about it. I hope we talk about it. That's that a Vince staple. staple. Type yeah. I'm gonna let you see? lead. See, look at that. I did really good on that. You did. That was a great me. fade out. Hey, let me just jump into it. I'm gonna stop you before we get any further. I gotta <laughs> say, we're pointing. Yeah, we. This this is my thing. This is what I do. But I'm pointing at you. these people behind the cameras because those people don't get enough recognition. I want to say thank you. And I see you and I appreciate everybody who has the courage and the bravery to walk through those doors every day and go out to them dreams that they said, hey, those things that you want to do are unattainable. You know what they do? They do this every day because not they want to because they got to survival of all means. These people who don't get enough shine, who don't get enough recognition, who have the bravery, the courage, the ability to go through these doors every day and come back home to get that thing that they want, don't get enough recognition. And I just want to take this time to make sure I say I see you and I appreciate you and I understand the struggle. You know my moniker. I hustle everything. I get it. Scam. Scam as much as you can, but get away with it. <laughs> um, actually, before I go into that whole little spiel, I just paid my first light bill in my new spot. Now, let me, let me, let me explain this real quick. I moved back in <laughs> August. August of last year. Okay. I just paid my first light bill. It was $100. So, scam as much as you can and let's keep it moving. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me how. I'm, <laughs> just... no, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't want you to tell the secret, to be honest. Sometimes you got a gatekeep. Sometimes you got a gatekeep. Sometimes gatekeeping is okay. Sometimes it is. But what I want to say is, man, I, I'm just... I'm uh, I'm ecstatic to see what's happening in the world. I think a lot of people who are doing this day to day nine to five grind don't get enough uh, recognition and pre appreciation. Um, one of the cool things about getting older, because I'm an old man show. Uh, one of the cool things about it is I get to see my friends elevate. I get to see my friends evolve into that next step. And, uh, Something happened last week that I think was 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 a miracle in itself. It was beautiful to see, and and I just want to take a second or two to just point at it. Um, one thing about us as black people, we survive the, the the worst of the worst times. We take the the worst food and turn it into delicacies. We 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 find a way to overcome adversity, and that seems to be our superpower. But a lot of people say, congratulations, once you get to that destination or you get to that goal, 
And I don't feel like congratulations is the right word to explain how I feel. I feel like a congratulations is just saying, hey, you got it. You got to an end point and that's it. You did the thing. I think, I think it doesn't encompass the whole totality of the journey that that person had to go through to get to the point where you're saying congratulations. Folks mm. will, will, will give you all the accolades and all the, hey, man, you did it, man. Oh, my God, is it great? But they don't know the whole story. They don't know when it was, hey, I didn't know if this was going to happen for me to get to a point where somebody say congratulations. Mm. And so um, to see my brothers and my, my friends and everybody in my social circle defy the eyes and step over statistics and just keep it moving and, and say, hey, man, that ain't going to apply to me. I know they saying I ain't going to be this. I'm going to be dead by the age of 21. Hey, I'm 38 right now. My friends, my family is is making it and they getting out there and getting it. And I just want to take a second to say thank you. I see you. I believe in you. And it does take a lot of courage. It does take a lot of bravery. But I don't want to say congratulations anymore. I want to say it's more of a admiration of your success because I, I've seen it. I've, I've set in a point, my vantage, my, my point of vantage, I've been able to see the lows and the highs of the whole journey. And to just say, man, congratulations, you made it. That just don't, that don't, that's not enough. I, I want people to know, man, like you've been going through the fires. Like people have stepped over coals and just, not coals, you, but the hot, coals on the ground they walk through that stuff barefoot to get to where they are today and it's just not enough being said to those folks the reason i'm saying this one of the homies had his first child mm. and that shit is beautiful yeah. it's, it's it's amazing to see and just that man by himself is just like inspiring to me you know what i mean like i've mm. seen him literally pull I don't want to say pull himself up because that that's that sounds disrespectful I've seen this man achieve goals that I I seen him set I seen him think about it and I seen him execute and that's just really the the best part of it all it's like and uh I I want to say what 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 should I say I mean it's it's not I'm proud of you. I am proud of him, but that, I don't feel like that's enough. You know what yeah, I mean? but I mean, I feel like that's one of the ultimate compliments because one of the one of the ultimate. I don't want to say what's what's the opposite of a compliment. The ultimate, like, what makes you feel bad is when someone says they're disappointed in you. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> disappointment is the op. To me, disappointment is the opposite of being proud of somebody. Right. Uh, I feel like one of the probably one of the most the, one of the best things to say to somebody to me is, man, I'm I'm proud of you and mm-hmm. keep going. <laughs> you know I, what I'm I saying? You like, on that, I, and, uh, man, I ain't got a home work up a sweat. I feel <laughs> you on that, but it's it, my words is not like I ain't nobody. I'm I'm just me. You know what I mean? Like so, if I said, man, I'm proud of you, that ain't enough. You know what I'm saying? Like if I said I'm disappointed in you, that shouldn't affect they day either. They should be able if you friends like, with you. If you that close of a friend with somebody, it does. That means a lot coming from when it comes from your from your people, like when it comes from your real people, from the people mm-hmm. you fuck with, fuck with. 
Yeah, that means a lot. When somebody says, yo, that I don't think that's sunning nobody. That's something that's just like, yo, man, like I'm proud of you and I'm nah. happy for you. And I'm glad that like yeah. those things that you you got to this point and keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. you can't you can't say I don't think you can go higher than that. You know what I'm saying? Like like those those types of words saying that I mean, congratulations, yeah, that's great. But when you say, yo, man, I'm proud of you, like that that goes a step higher to me. That's how I look at it. I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. Like you yeah. made it. Like keep going. Yeah, <laughs> you and, know what and I'm saying? I think that's the real thing. Is like the the levels of success that I've seen. It's just like, man, he did it again. I can't wait to see what he's gonna do next. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that with all of my friends. I, I I'm, I'm not trying to put their business out there, but I'm proud of all of my brothers. You know, and including you. Like the things that you got. On the backfires, it's just in in the works. Yeah. I can't wait to see it happen because I know you're gonna excel, and we don't know how to stop. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. why I started it out with this bravery. It, it takes courage. It takes bravery to chase a dream because it's so easy to give up. It's so easy to listen to the doubters. It's so easy to listen to the detractors. Everybody's saying, man, yeah, that's stupid. That is a dumb, terrible idea. Why would you do that? Why would you ever put yourself in? Nah, I'm going for it because this is what I want and I'm going to get there. So I just wanted to take a minute to say, hey, man, I, I see these guys and I, I admire everything. I love all this positive energy coming from it. And we all going to keep chasing these dreams. Yeah, most hey. definitely. Yeah. I had to get that out. I'm sorry to, <laughs> to jump. No, nah, that's a, it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal, bro. Man. Like, yeah, like I seen that. I was like, damn, it's just crazy. Yeah, man. But it's it. it's amazing and it's wonderful. And you can't do nothing. Be happy for hell yeah for for that brother, man. For real. For all of them. For everybody. Yeah. And everybody involved. Anybody listening to my words, I, I, I'm I'm proud of you for just getting out to bed and keep going. Like I got some friends that's that's they down and out right now. They they hurt. They going through it, but they still going. And that mm. right there gives me the motivation to be like, bruh, why are you complaining about your shit? Because somebody else got it way worse than you. Keep going. Keep hustling. It's it's gonna get better. That's yeah. that's just really how I feel. So how has your week been, man? Uh it was it was it was alright. It was good, man. Uh enjoyed the Super Bowl. Thought that was really good. Um, that old thing. Yeah, like <laughs> it was actually a good game. Like I was like, oh, I can't you believe watched it. The game, look at you. Yeah, like I was, I was very interested to see who was gonna win the professional football game this year. I and, saw a lot of. It was a lot of Taylor Swift with a little bit of football sprinkled on top of that. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Man, I, 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 I um, halftime show was good. Amazing. All uh, I seen Usher was doing this. Then the nigga yeah. said, you know what? I can do that even better. Bring me those roller skates. And I was like, nigga, on the roller skates? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I can't dance like that, nigga. What are you doing? Stop. I uh, There were a ton of people who were just saying that was the best halftime show ever. I'm like, y'all are living in the moment a little bit too much. That's better than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys listen to the STEM Society, I actually get into that part of it. The STEM Society is the show that comes out every two uh, two times a week on Wednesdays and Sundays. Please, mm-hmm. please, please go to your your local DSP and make sure you join the Society. We'd love to have you. Okay. Um, You got me on this one. I, I miss Wednesdays and today's Sundays, so I ain't listening to this week. So I'll, <laughs> I'll catch up. 
Sorry. But <laughs> there's three. There's three, okay. and then everything else comes behind it. Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson mm-hmm. Prince. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Is it true? Did you hear that? No. Uh-uh. Okay, good. Computer <laughs> started yelling at me. Oh. So is it true that uh after Prince's show, Prince's show, the artist formerly known as Prince show of the Super Bowl, they He's stopped Prince, they stopped him from using like nobody could use live instruments after that? Yeah, after yeah, after Prince they stopped that shit. That's amazing. So everybody was just like, her wasn't really playing that guitar. I'm like, just let it go. I like, mean, but it was, it, you could tell. Like, Sid yeah. David said it right. <laughs> I listened to Sid's show. <laughs> <laughs> Sid but, called uh, it right. I was like, yeah, Sid, I'm right there. Yeah. I, I didn't even know it was her at first. I was like, who the fuck is that? I didn't know who it was. I was like, why are they focusing on this person? <laughs> Nigga, I yeah, like, over there. Yeah. He like, ran off like Naruto. He said, <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it was cool, man. And then I was like, oh, that's her. My bad. But you know, this, you know the half the Super Bowl halftime show was amazing. Um yeah. I, I just feel like a lot of people were living in the moment when they were saying it's the the best ever. But calm re- down, bro. The reason calm. people are saying that is because these were some of the best moments that we've ever had in our life. Like that went straight back to club days for me. Yeah. But again, <laughs> it's not the best ever. Like Calm down. Calm down. Is it top five? I don't know. I have to reassess what I think my top five is going to be. Man, Ludacris alone came out, and I was like, yo, bro, this is it. This is the greatest. Watch out. My rap is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And he had that outfit. I was like, come on, bro. I didn't like the outfits, though. Like, that football. You didn't like the outfits? I didn't like. Well, I don't even know what the fuck that nigga was wearing. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts. I don't know what the fuck that shit was. He was was wearing that sword number one from Kingdom Hearts. I don't know. It's like what this nigga wearing, dog. Like, okay. Uh but yeah, all the cameos. Yeah. Um the Rose John part. boy, come on, eh? Yeah. 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 He brought the, he brought a uh he brought Aton to the world. I like it. I didn't understand that part. <laughs> the ending, we brought Aton to the I'm like, these niggas don't care. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> we in Vegas, nigga. What why are you like what? <laughs> Oh, I I enjoyed I enjoyed it, man. It was it was good. I, I my initial thoughts be let me keep it keep it a stack. I said this on on STEM Society also. When the when the first half of it when he was on grass, I was just like, I don't know, Usher. Yes, step it up, brother. Okay, I little, do remember that little, part. Little, little shaky on the grass, brother. Mm-hmm. Then that man flew up through the air and then come down. I was like, oh well, I see where we going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where he at? I was like, he up there with Bobby Smurda hat. Um, like, I was like, ooh, this is a little shaky. Mm. I was like, oh, come on, I should br- bring it back. When they nah. finally got to the stage, I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. It's it, this one I'm talking about. <laughs> you, I think you said somebody didn't open their legs wide enough so he can slide through. Oh, will I am? Will I? Hey, bro. I seen it. I was like, dang, hey, he bro. almost got it. <laughs> I needed hey, that. Bro. I needed that moment. He was well, doing I, too much good stuff. He was too perfect. How you gonna dance like that, move like that, and on do it on roller skates and not fall? Well, I am sure open his legs up wider, bro. I guess some pants are too tight, but I was. Like, hey, <laughs> that was I, the only fuck up throughout the whole thing. Other than that, and that wasn't even Usher's fault. 
Yeah, that was Will I Am looking like Robocop. Okay. Will I Am was looking like Robocop. Goddamn, Jermaine Dupree was looking like a pilgrim. That yeah. shit was crazy, bruh. Like, you like didn't know who her was. The only nigga I knew for sure, two niggas I knew for sure who they was. <laughs> Look, John, because yeah. he came the way he came in, and uh, Luda, because Luda was just like, I'm you know who Alicia Keys in. was? That hot take. She is overhyped, bruh. Oh, Alicia Keys is very overhyped. She overhyped, bruh. She couldn't even hit her note, which is typical for Alicia Keys. She's overhyped, man. I'm sorry. I'm not impressed. I, I haven't been impressed. I got you. I mean, that's your opinion. I mean, yeah. It's, everybody it's else thinks otherwise. You know, she had this magnificent cape flowing through. That I guess it was 3D. <laughs> I don't know what that shit was. She was amazing. She oh. missed that note, though. I know that much. She, look, 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 look. Why are you focusing on these one to two issues or errors that people made? That because they, they hold... went back on the YouTube version and they changed it. Okay, and? <laughs> the fuck out What's wrong with it? That's not the first time Alicia Keys has, has done that type of shit. Mariah Carey can't sing. She singer. sings one song every year and makes billions of dollars. I know Mariah Carey fan like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay to talk about Mariah Carey, but not Alicia Keys? It's okay to talk about both of them. Okay, then. Wait. That didn't get the well, desired my- outcome that I wanted, but I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, 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 I feel you. Uh, I was impressed by Alicia Keys. I mean, I didn't even know she messed up on the note. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap, they brought a piano. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? It's a, look at that red cape. That's what it, that's really, I was like, how did they do that? Because it, it disappeared. And it was the- like, and hug from behind everybody was going on and on writing think pieces about. It. I was like, man, I, just I agree let with it them. the fuck. I agree. Oh. Look, whatever Kiki Palmer ex boyfriend's name is, he was definitely pointing at the TV like, see, told y'all. Look at him doing it again. Uh, it's I the guess. smiles. I'm sorry, <laughs> they can't smile like that at Usher while he hugging him. No. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of smiles, she's supposed to frown. Like, wow. yes, nigga, I'm get mad. out of here, grouch. Mm, I don't want to be joyous. <laughs> <laughs> this was wrong with me. We are, we are insane. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, so I just had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I didn't get to spend. Day. I didn't get to spend Valentine's Day with my girlfriend, but I planned a, a, a nice little getaway, and so I'm, I'm actually still at her house. But we had a little. Uh, staycation vacation kind of thing okay. got the little airbnb yeah turn it had a hot tub or actually not a hot tub it had a tub with jets in it and that was cool <laughs> what's the difference it just see, see, basically see, what a hot see, tub see? does no a hot tub you gotta you get all the way down to your your, your swim trunks and get in there because it's a hot tub it's in a social place where everybody can see you and sometimes they have the privacy fence kimono and so in a tub with jetted uh, a tub with jetted vents inside of it it's in a bathroom so you got all kinds of seclusion and privacy you get in there it's a bath you can soak in the tub all day and and we definitely did that we went out to eat had a had a really good meal. I had some lamb chop and uh I don't even remember. Oh, it was like Peruvian purple potatoes. That's how fancy we say was. that three times. <laughs> <I tried>. fast. <laughs> Peruvian I I can do it. Hold on. 
Peruvian purple potatoes. Peruvian purple potatoes. Peruvian purple potatoes. There you go. I'm getting there. Um, but no, no, we had a really good night. It was, it was, it was super chill. It was good. We got dressed up. Had like a impromptu like a fashion show. I bought a whole bunch of clothes and stuff, and we just we vibed out and had a good little weekend. Um, the reason I'm bringing this story up is because drinking wine and getting in a hot tub is probably the most dangerous thing to do to a pl- <laughs> over 35 year old man. All right. The blood pressure of your body, once the water gets hot, lowers. <laughs> okay. Drinking wine <laughs> also lowers your, your, your blood, uh, your, your blood pressure. So <laughs> we in the soak and have a good time. Music playing, we having fun. Everything is great. Eating chocolate covered strawberries. Motherfucker said, "Oh shit, I can't feel my legs." <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we we both got out, laid in the bed, and went to sleep. Yeah. So it it was cool though. It, it was a good little getaway. You were relaxed. Hell yeah. I had a very rough week at work and uh got through it. Got to this and then. She liked most of the things that I bought her. I was kind of worried because I was shopping off a sheen. I was. Hey, you said you said we would know by the next episode how you, how your Valentine's Day went. You see the blue background, so yeah. it must have went good. So still around. You <laughs> I mean, I think I got fourteen things, and out of those fourteen, only one was disrespectful. So I was like, "Come on, baby, it's me." <laughs> You like, mm, this got to go back, but it's like you can't return this type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was cool though. <laughs> we, we <turned> it <laughs> I'm saying a lot without saying some stuff. And okay. um, now nah, we we had a real cool waiter. Uh, the folks came around to the table. We we went to this like place called the Purveyor or something like that. It's mm-hmm. really nice out of my tax bracket type place. So I'm like, yeah, let's we get suited and booted. And I said, so I said, Hey, I'm going to get you the outfit for the night. Don't worry about nothing. Just bring some shoes. I said, type of shoes you need. Boom. So me being the cunning man that I am, I said, well, if she don't like this outfit, I got a backup outfit too, just in case. <laughs> Look at you. Luckily smart. I did that because smart, the first boy. one, the first one was the one that was like, mm, my nigga, we ain't doing this. And so <laughs> I get this like velvet, <laughs> I get this velvet blazer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in a velvet suit trying not to sweat. And so we go into this restaurant and I'm thinking everybody else going to be dressed up to the nines and all this. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for it. We walk in. Them niggas got on regular ass khakis and dang dockers and t-shirts. I'm like, okay. But they like, oh my God, you guys look so great. Look at, you know, we getting compliments and all this. The waiter came through, took our photos and all. I mean, it was a good time. It was just. I didn't expect them to be dressed down and I tried to match their energy and I went too far, <laughs> but no, nah, don't do that. Don't say that. You trying to class up the drink. No, well, I yeah. definitely did that. I got a lot of yeah. compliments. Yeah, <laughs> man. Fuck that. It was it's funny. Y'all, that's y'all special time. Fuck all that. Right. Right. Them Thank niggas you. look dusty. Not you. They did though. So it was like a couple across from us. <laughs> and, and soon as we got there, I hate to be like prejudiced or racist or whatever you want to call it, but it was a white lady and a, a white dude, and they looked, they looked again, they, were, they took a gander, and we sat down. We was over there drinking and eating our stuff, and then the lady just kept looking and kept looking 
And so when they got up to leave, they was just like, I, you could see that it was eating her. And she said, you guys look so gorgeous. I just had to tell you something. Okay. I got that. I was like, you too. And she walked away. But it's just, it was just funny seeing the, the people look and stare like, who are they? Why are, why are they so dressed up? So, I don't know. It was fun. I had a good time. I think she had a good time. And I'm, I'm still around. So, I think I succeeded. There you go. Yeah. That's all that counts, bro. As long as you ended the mission on a, on a victory. Yeah. Why not? Right. Right. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. So, uh, we got some light news. You want to get, get some stuff out of the way? I got to I gotta address this right now, man. Okay. Address um, it. Let me address this right now, and I don't know if you've seen the video. I seen it before I before I, um before I before we started recording. I actually saved it on on Twitter, and I I added it to the stuff I wanted to talk about before the rundown. But if you don't know, uh, Eddie Griffin, who we actually brought up last week about <laughs> about um Black History movies, doing this comedy show, and he basically called out. Shannon Sharp about Club Shay Shay, and he was like, I'll call that nigga gay. And he said, that nigga's gay. <laughs> so there's an attack right now on Eddie Griffin saying that he's clout chasing for what he said. And okay. Eddie Griffin might be a lot of things, but a clout chaser is not one of them. I, I hate the fact that people want to sit up here and put that, that title on people who, who speak their mind, especially when it comes to somebody like Eddie Griffin, Eddie Griffin also said we. He talked about Cat Williams. He said, "Man, Cat Williams, me and Cat Williams, are the last two niggas who didn't put a dress on. Like he was just doing his typical comedy show. Mm-hmm. But I think that he's he ain't feeling the whole Shannon Sharp thing. But I don't like the fact that people are attacking this man, calling him clout chasing or that. He, I don't feel like he's a clout chaser. I feel like that's a part of his comedy show. As far as like I've, again, I don't know Eddie Griffin from a can of paint, but he don't come across as a nigga who wants to get." Get clout. It, honestly, it's the opposite because he's been blackballed. Yeah, from Hollywood. But I don't know if you've seen the video or not of him doing the stand up and talking about this. I have. Um, um, how do you feel about this blowback that that Shannon Sharp? He just pieced it up with with Mike Epps at the All Star game. How do you feel about this blowback? That's because uh, Shannon Sharp feels like he's. He's being hated on because he's so successful now. Oh, because of what's success. been going on that's, with that's Club what Shay the Problem is, it's the success. Oh, I didn't realize that people getting on the internet talking shit about other folks would be the thing that people don't get mad about. They just get mad about how successful you are because you're getting a thousand million views on this one video. It's the success. No, nigga, it's because you sound like Wendy Williams. And, it, mm. and you're chuckling. <laughs> Sounds like you, you're just like cooning for these people. Like you, you putting on airs. It's, it doesn't feel natural. It's not a normal conversation. People are going to your platform so they can just get the clicks and views and the rants, but they ain't doing nothing different. They just talking about other folks. Like what are they adding to the conversation? Mm. That's what we complained about last week. We like, hey man, this is looking away. This is not looking the right way. This, this is coming across that, hey, man, you can just get on this couch and say whatever you want to say. I, the backlash is warranted. Like, it's, it's going to happen. He's a big guy. He can take it. Is it hate? No, I don't think it's hate. 
I just think people are tired of the, these exploitive type interviews. I mean, that's why you don't like Adam 22. He's exploiting the people. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. It's, 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 it's synergistic between the, the guests and the, uh, the host, but he wants those people to come on his platform because he's getting the clicks and the views. They're allowed to say whatever they want to say on that platform. But what are we learning? Are we learning anything from this? Yeah. Like Monique Dang. was good. But it was it was it was kind of trashy. But did you watch yeah. the Desi Banks, the country Wayne? I watched Desi Banks because I like him. I think he's funny. And I was it a story, good interview? I got I learned a lot more about Desi Banks um from this past interview. Like I didn't know a lot of that stuff about his story, how he was coming up and what he had to do to get to where he is now. And I was like, damn, that just made me respect him a whole lot more. Um, did he do but, any of that clout chasey type stuff? Did he bring up somebody else and talk bad about him? Right. Well, and is anybody complaining about that? He he told his story, and I was like, "That's fire!" Like, right? He was telling the ups and downs and the shit he had to go through, and I was like, "That's that." I like, I'm like, damn! Like now, I gotta really like, I'm root for Desi Banks. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. But but, but this this is this is the difference though. He didn't get on there with the goal of trying to defame somebody or tear somebody down. He got mm -hmm. on there to talk about what he wanted and what he needed to talk about. I don't think it's not a exploitive type situation for Shannon on that one. Nobody's complaining about his interview, but the, the problems we're having is the Monique's and the cat Williams. Hopefully he doesn't keep going down that path, but that seems to be the one that gets the most reaction. Like how, let's see how many views did Desi get. He, oh. I think he's in the hundred thousand range right now. Oh, why, why not the millions? Because that ain't what I think you hit. You hit the nail on the head last week. People love mess, messy, messy, messy. Um, and I think that's what it is. Let's see. <laughs> God, geez, Monique got twelve million on her. Yeah. Let's see. Ain't he, nobody touching cat. Cat's the bar. I just hate the fact that like people are coming at Eddie Griffin and he don't bother nobody bro like that's the thing too it's like people want to label want to label him as clout chasing when he don't he ain't no clout chasing oh, ass wow. nigga like that okay Mike Epps ain't no clout chasing nigga like that Mike Epps was just like I don't, I don't know the Mike Epps situation was a little weird but let me let me let me <laughs> Cat Williams got 59 million views right now on that Shay interview Tommy Davis Jr. got 1.9 so 2 million then we got desi he got 2.3 million so that's not oh, bad that's great that's not bad okay. so if we if he keeps going in that direction with actual solid interviews then nobody's gonna have a problem i just have a problem with the jerry springer of a you know the feeling that those interviews are coming across yeah and then well i want to see what he gonna say about Eddie Griffin, because he told Mike Epps, he was like, yeah, I'll pull up. And I was just like, nigga, you. <laughs> and Mike Epps was just like, I'm all right. He said, I don't fight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't all that shit. It's a little um, weird. It's a little weird. I, I got a question for you. I was going to save this for later, but this is the perfect time to ask. How do you feel about this joke? I got to emphasize joke. How do you feel about this? Jamie Foxx got so much money. Oh, Lord. Take it on Jamie Foxx, man. Here we go. This nigga called a mystery illness. Damn. A what? A mystery illness. What? 
thought we knew all the illnesses, didn't you? Didn't you think you knew all the illnesses? I thought we knew all the illnesses. We know all the cancers. Fuck cancer. We know 36 cancers. Fuck all the cancers. We know HIV. We know AIDS. We know COVID. We know everything. Not this. <laughs> this is a mystery illness. How the fuck did you cure him if it's a mystery? How you feel about that? Uh, I would have been... What was the punchline? <laughs> like, that's that wasn't exact, finished. That's exactly what I said. I was like, there's no joke here. What? What? What is this? It feels hmm. away. Now it's like Cat's just doing this. I'm going to talk about people just to get the attention. And the audience is like, oh boy, he's going to talk about Jamie Foxx. Get him. They're not there for the jokes. They're there hmm. for the drama. I don't like that. I, I, yeah. I think Cat Williams is way more talented than this. He doesn't need to do this. Now, hopefully there's a larger issue or a larger topic that he's getting to. I don't know the whole set. This is this dark whatever tour he's on dark right now. Dark Matter tour. And so... Be, doc, it's, they, they should be coming through Birmingham pretty soon, too. I probably won't go see that. No, I'm just saying because Drake canceled coming to Birmingham. So. <laughs> Somebody told me, like, man, Drake doesn't cancel. I said, why? Buy the fucking tickets or... Never mind. They did. Me that, up. The person who did buy the ticket bought it and is like, hey, uh, Drake canceled. When people look at coming to a city, they look at if if he that sells. market is somewhere that's going to be profitable, whatever the case may be. Right. Apparently, they looked at probably something, uh, the little Uzi Vert, when he came to Birmingham, and they looked at how the ticket sales looked there, even though it was a small venue. Mm -hmm. But that that show sold out fast. So uh, that's a. <laughs> I think niggas was just like, I don't know. I don't know the sales stuff, but I would, right. I would, I, re I would really think that people, if they really wanted to see Drake, would go ahead and buy up as many tickets as possible yeah. early, because sometimes that's what gets people that keeps your show from getting canceled. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like early ticket sales say everything. Plus, J Cole wasn't gonna be here anyway, so I think a lot of niggas was like, oh man, fuck Drake, man, bring Boots in here. Just like yeah, I don't want shit, so I'm not mad at it. I, it seems it's typical for for here, for this city. So. I want Alabama to do better. I got a story about Alabama doing better. Uh, hopefully, we'll get more bigger artists. But that's that's fumbling the bag right there. Somebody should have made that happen. But it is what it is. But if these people will buy that ticket, the ticket, the early ticket sales di dictate a whole lot more. Yeah, than... but people struggling, dog. Like, who who got four hundred? How much were those tickets? I I don't know. I don't know. The, I didn't know the prices of them. I think they. Uh, I don't. I, I they don't wouldn't. What, I, I usually look at what if the nosebleed seats are really really expensive. Then I understand. You're right. Because nosebleed shouldn't be expensive, but. A Drake show is going to cost you. That's just like a Beyonce show. A Beyonce show. We can say the same thing about Beyonce, but niggas was getting them Beyonce tickets. Beyonce so different. I'm not going to bring the economy on it because people was doing what they had to do to get that. Nah, Beyonce got is, a whole between Beyonce fans and Drake fans. To me. <laughs> okay. 
buy your tickets early, guys. Early ticket sales count for something. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I'm seeing $100 on average for the Drake tickets in other cities. So it had to be around about the same. Huh, who knows? Buy your tickets early. You go jack leg some shit. I already know what you about to do. Um, did you watch Vince Staples show? I was gonna get there too, but yes, I did. What you gonna put that in the rundown? Uh, it, right now is the perfect place to put it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel Vince about Staples it, bro. Like I came in. Okay, so here's my experience. I didn't watch the beginning episode. I came in midway because my girlfriend was watching it. I was like, "Oh, is this the Vince Staples show?" She's like, "Yeah, I just started." I was like, "Oh shit, let's let me watch it." And I'm watching. I'm like. This shit kind of weird. <laughs> so the first episode, or the episode that I saw, he walked into the house and told his girlfriend he was home, put a gun on the table. She came and kissed him and sat on the couch. And he was like, how was your day? Actually, I saw a little bit more before that. He was in jail or something with some guys. That was the first episode. Those guys were yelling at him. And he was like, hey, bro, I don't want no static. But for some reason, dude <laughs> had some static. He tried to find a knife behind a, the toilet and some shit. I don't know. It was a lot was of wild things. Yeah. It was a lot of wild stuff going on, but he didn't talk about his whole crazy day with his with, with his girlfriend when he got at home. And she took the gun that he had on the table and was like, oh, snap, you got the tickets. And I was just like, man, this show is kind of weird. The next episode, I think he went to go get a loan. Is that the next episode? Yeah, yeah the bank. That's bank. when the, the whole I, I, I got the comedy on that episode. I was like, oh, this is what's going on. I like it. It's different. It's a little dry at times, like drier than it needs to be. Sometimes there's a huge mood swing that I'm not really sure I understand what inspired that. But it's for a first attempt. I'm not mad at it. I'll watch more of this. Did you watch all five episodes? I think I did. So the last episode was when he went to the school to talk to the kids. That's yeah, the last yeah, episode that, I saw. That shit was dark. That was terrible. I didn't like that episode. That shit was dark as... I was like, ooh. And I think what it is is the L.A. culture comes through this show very hard. And what they find funny ain't no laughing matter. <laughs> like, yo, I'm just running up on you, bro. No, that's not cool. Yeah, I was hoping we got a little... Uh, so I watched the first... I, I watched the show first. So I watched the show first. Mm-hmm. And two, three, and four are like... The bank... <laughs> The Come barbecue with his dad. Oh with my his god! Uncle is bar- OJ. That's OJ. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is hilarious. Or that OJ adjacent. Don't want to say it's OJ, but it's OJ. I mean, the memorabilia in the front seat. All that, the white Bronco, all that shit. I was like, is that OJ? <laughs> and then, well, at the end, he was like, "Hey, Twitter world, what do you mm-hmm. do now?" Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> For us, I was like, "Yeah, that that's funny." Oh, and then the fourth episode where he went to the park. Uh, that was, it was hit and miss. Some of it was funny. The chicken thing was funny. Yeah, the chicken part of it I thought was hilarious. The dude staring him down in the costume. That was hilarious. Yeah, but and he got his ass. Arguing, he, got beat, he got beat down. I didn't understand them. him arguing with his girl. That just didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> he, said, he said, bitch, you left me for dead. <laughs> but she told him to go get the chicken. Right, he was like, "You, I guess, because she she didn't try to come find it, but she was calling him the whole, huh? She was, she was calling him, and he never picked he, up. He's getting his ass. 
<laughs> he was getting ass whooped and he was getting chased. Yeah. I, I like those. The the last episode was like really, really dark. And I was like, yo, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's just I was just thinking it was gonna dark, be a comedy. Bro. And I was like, oh, so he, he just shot the dude in the ass or something. And then they showed the news report. Oh, nope. Nigga dead. And then I watched his, his interview with Big Boy. I mean, not in, uh, with, uh, was it Sway? Sway yeah, it was Sway. So I watched his interview with Sway in the morning. And he was like, yeah, he was like, we didn't write any jokes for this. Like, we were just writing. We wrote the show, like, Everyday Life. Some of this stuff is for coming from, like, just experiences I've had growing up or mm-hmm. just experiences that I had but we never wrote any joke like there's no joke there's no punchline we just wrote the show out like this is an everyday life situation that happens mm-hmm. and I was like oh I get it that's why it's so dry at times or you know shit like that so I don't know why it was only five episodes cause I'm when they announced it I'm thinking this nigga's gonna have like eight you know what I'm saying? Like your typical your typical show run now is like eight episodes. It was five. I guess it was short, sweet, and to the point. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're waiting to see how the show was going to do before they gave more episodes. I don't know. Uh I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was good. The first episode did not catch me at first because of the whole like him going to jail and all that other stuff. And I was just like, I'm not really some of this stuff is really flying over my head. Them over my head like land. i really wasn't understanding the, the concept land. that's what it was yeah and then when i got into the second episode and then you start meeting like his mama and his girl and more the more characters that showed up on the show the more yeah. i was like oh this is the bank the bank one is like hilarious that's... though <laughs> it's like rick ross is just randomly in there like what right, he's just saying he's like what you doing here rick <laughs> like we're growing chickens and then you got the wing stop plug. I was like, ah, I see what yeah. you did there. That was cool. That was cool. So it was good. Um, Cookout was the best episode, though. With the mom and the girlfriend. For me, it's <laughs> between the, mac- the macaroni and cheese. It's between the cookout episode because of the very end. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's fucking OJ. OJ yeah. And then the bank heist episode, uh, the bank robbery episode. Just for the simple fact of when they finally get the safe open and the nigga was like, <laughs> he said, how is it two robbers at the same time? Nah. He was like, it's not two robbers. He was like, that was a heist. <laughs> this is a bank robbery. He was like, what's the difference? He said, when you do a, when you do a heist, you uh, George Clooney. When you do a bank robbery, you Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. And nigga said, like Queen Latifah. Two hostages go. Right. <laughs> he gonna never get that long. Right. Uh, it's, so, it's dark comedy. Yeah. I will say I, I started also this week, started watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith with uh, Donald Glover. I like the show. It's pretty good. It's typical Donald Glover written type stuff. Um, I never, spoiler alert, I never watched the movie. I never watched the Brad Pitt movie before, so I didn't know. Oh. I didn't have any criteria or basis and i didn't search out to say hey let me go watch this i was like it's too it's brad Pitt and angelina jolie why would i want to watch that but some people say i should go it's watch the movie. movie it's not bad oh you seen it yeah is it good it's worth a watch mm. it's a cheesy <laughs> early 2000s movie of course it's gonna be a little oh eh. uh. it was when they was dating they were like oh the power couple yeah 
Yeah, that's when he left his wife for. Yeah, so that's a, the, it was a movie a about girl. them, but not about them. You know what I mean? Mm. But I'm five episodes into this. Um, I think it's eight. I think it's eight episodes. It's not bad. Mm. I, like I, I was trying to grasp the concept of of Childish Gambino being a spy, but it works. I like, started. They figured, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean they just they figured out how to they like. I don't know how many episodes deep are you, but they kind of figured out to not put that nigga in a lot of action shit so they can kind of make it believable. And I was just like, okay, I, I, like, I mean, it's just hard for me to see Childish Gambino be a fucking super spy. That's all it is. I got you. I started it. Uh, I, I just, I don't know what it is about me. I don't like seeing people getting shot in movies. <laughs> so hmm. that, like, when she was in that farmhouse and people were shooting through, I was just like, ah, it's too much. Yeah, so I just I bailed out. Yeah, it, the whole show is not necessarily like that. Yeah, because I think they're trying to. I'm what I'm getting is that their relationship is kind of mirroring them being spies, and they're trying to figure out how to be a couple. Ah, and again, <laughs> it just ain't believable that Childish Gambino is like this super spy. So they kind of cut down on the action stuff, mm. and um kind of focus more on the people stuff it's some good it's some good action stuff in there like it's i can't remember what episode that was when they was in the they was in the alps or some shit like that and and that was a good action scene and stuff like that but not bad i'm gonna finish it like i said i'm five episodes in i'm most definitely gonna try to finish it up and completely i feel like it's worth it was worth my time i didn't feel like i because it's some good it's some good jokes in there like he typical um Donald Glover type writing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was something with uh, another director, um, writer who they didn't meet eye to eye, so she left the show, and he ended up writing the whole show and everything oh. like that. So, ah, that happens all the time. Interesting. What else do I have? Anything else? You want to go ahead and do the jingle so we can get into the Black History of movie? I still ain't uploaded it. I have to <laughs> drop it in. I be busy, bro. Oh, I be too. busy. Yeah. I got, I got fucking STEM Society, Thursday Night Lights, everything going on around this motherfucker. Um, so it's just like shit. But it is time once again for our favorite part of the show: Black History of Movies. Of movies. So this week, I decided to bring out since. It's All Star Weekend, and the and the dunk contest was was shitty. I didn't watch it. Thank God. <laughs> All the All Star Weekend. Say what? All the old players is like, what is the game coming to? It's I ain't even I haven't watched not one thing for All Star Weekend because it, it ain't nothing exciting. I ain't even gonna watch the All Star game. So I was like, I want to watch some basketball, some good basketball. Put it in a movie. 1994's Above the Rim, oh, starring wow. Tupac Shakur, Dwayne Martin as as Kyle Watson, Leon as the greatest basketball player that's ever played the game, Thomas Shepard, Bernie Mac as Flip the Crazy Homeless Man, and Marlon Wayans playing Boogaloo. Yeah. Let me tell you, great movie. It is a classic. I don't care what anybody says. One of my favorite movies of all time, might I add. Um. Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. Watching this movie recently made me realize that Kyle Watson is probably one of the worst people in the world. And I don't know how you're supposed to chip for that nigga. 
He was a horrible person. Horrible. Okay. He was selfish, and they used to beat up on homeless folks. Like at a whole. Have you seen the butter rim? It's been a long time, bro. Look, man. The whole situation with him and, and Flip when they, when they was playing for bunks, and he pushed him down and kept pushing him and say he stank and say he ain't shit because he ain't got shit. Uh, Kyle Watson is not redeemable. Even at the end when he was like, hey, I get it. I'm supposed to be a great teammate. No, nigga, you suck. You're terrible. I hate you. <laughs> You're terrible. And <laughs> it just made sense for Dwayne Martin to play that type of role. Um, mm-hmm. God, he's terrible. I was like, damn, this nigga is horrible. Why would anybody like him? Well, uh, I, I really enjoyed it's, the fact it's that... one reason people like Dwayne Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the cool thing, which a lot of people don't know. Dwayne Martin actually did play basketball. Like, he got drafted by the Knicks. Oh, I like, know he, you know how to play balls. Yeah, he got drafted by the Knicks. So, the basketball is very believable in this uh, on the movie, which I enjoy because it's a lot of movies that you can do basketball his handle, stuff. It's handling other balls. He was pretty good at it. <laughs> think that was that game that we, you just that said Will Smith <laughs> to Billy. <laughs> All right, go ahead. This movie set in New York, not Philly. So okay, <laughs> it's only an hour away. Uh, you completely threw me off. <laughs> this <laughs> Doing Dwayne the Slang Johnson. Come on, man. <laughs> Slang Johnson. <laughs> hey, look, man. I very good movie. This is probably the. It's funny. This you, you the, the way you key in on shit now. Where I key in on shit now. I'm like, damn. This is the most New York. This movie is set in New York with the most West Coast soundtrack I've ever heard in my mm, entire life. Wow. Yeah. Majority of the songs was some, like Dog Pound, Snoop. Tupac, like you barely got a New York uh, artist on the fucking soundtrack, and I was like, "Well, shit." Um, Thomas Shepard. Here's the stats. Okay, <laughs> eleven for eleven, <laughs> twenty-two points, <laughs> fifteen rebounds. Uh, no, uh, no turnovers. The nigga came out here in corduroy pants and just killed niggas on the court. I don't know another man in the, in I'm not even Michael Jordan could play in corduroy pants like <laughs> Thomas Shepard did. Why did and they talk about it? <laughs> what was the purpose? I don't know. I want to hear you coming nigga, when you jogging. <laughs> like what? This nigga said he put on a jersey with corduroy and a long sleeve shirt. He was like, "I'll go in, coach." Mm. And coach was like, "All right, there. All right, there, Thomas Shep." Shepard get up. And then the nigga, the nigga had the game of his life and then get shot. Spoiler. Yeah. Shot at the end of the game. God damn. Trying to save this ungrateful nigga named Kyle Watson trying to save his life. Terrible. Just terrible. But that being said, I just want to say, above the rim, if you want a great basketball, probably top five basketball movies of all time. Mm. Top five. I don't think there's a lot of basketball movies touching this one. And it's more... The movie's not about basketball, but it the basketball is supposed to be relating to like people and yeah. relationships and being a good person and you know what I'm saying? Like being being a good teammate equates to being a good person in life. And you have to learn these different kind of lessons when it comes to that kind of stuff. So 
love it. Tupac can't say enough about Tupac. Tupac Tupac's role in this was like really good. He plays the brother Thomas Shep. Great movie. Bernie Mac with some of the some of the best zingers. It's Bernie Mac, man. Come on. <laughs> Bernie Mac said, Boy, you a pussy without the hell. I kiss you in your hot mouth. Nah. Him and him and Marlon Wayne snapping on each other was like, I wanted more of that, yeah. but it wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, Dang, that's and Marlon Wayans. Yeah. When when we gonna celebrate Marlon Wayans as being like a good actor? Like he's actually like a really good actor. Yeah, but the the ones that he did the wonderful acting in was using them weird roles. Yeah. Like when he was a junkie. <laughs> he's like Oh, Requiem for a Dream? Yeah. I don't... That's one of the saddest movies I've ever seen in my exactly. life. Exactly. I wanna cheer like, for him doing some good stuff. Like in white chicks. <laughs> no, nah, man, but he he was good in this one. Yeah. He was good in this Have we one. done white know, chicks? Huh? Have we done white chicks as a black history of movie? Let me clarify. Shit, I don't know, man. I, I feel you. like I've done this for black history of movie. I feel like you I had have watched too, it but I wasn't gonna <laughs> I wasn't gonna go yeah, research. I like, did I do a butter room already? I appreciate you did, but it's all right. But I had to because it's all star weekend. I wanted to watch some good basketball for a chance. Yeah. So yeah. I just said, fuck it. That's and right. it's still one of my favorite, all-time favorite movies. It's okay, because sometimes... Oh, you still got more? Mm-mm. It's okay, because sometimes they do rehash stories that we've seen before. And sometimes they retell these stories in a different way, a different vantage point. That we're just like, yo, that was dope. That was different. That was new. That was fresh. You're going to try to pull this off? I'm going to pull this off. Because this is not some ordinary type thing that we do here on the Government Name Podcast. We talk about movies from black stardom that is different. Ones that you need to watch. Ones that you haven't seen. This is a new movie and I think it is now being thrown into the category of uh, black history. It should be. Because it's telling you the whole story. You might see some stories, but you don't know the whole story. You don't know where I'm going. This is disillusion. This is is a sleight of hand trick that I'm doing because you don't know what I'm doing. Hey, I come into this with one purpose and you're like, dang, this is a great movie. I'm going to see where it's going with this. And then bam, out of nowhere, there's a twist. And this twist is cloning. My movie is They Clone Tyrone. Have you seen that movie? It is a great new movie because I got to champion it because it's one of those movies that's uh the guy who who directed it came from my hometown, Montgomery, Alabama. Look, at, he, he's so good at Cole Jackson even beating up his mic. The aesthetics of this movie. Let me tell you who's in this movie first before I go to the aesthetics. We got the one and only Jamie Foxx. He can do anything. Any kind of role, whatever. He can play a pimp. He can play a superhero. He can play whatever. Jamie Foxx. Then we got Charles D. King. You might not know him, but I don't know him. Oh, that's the producer. <laughs> I'm swinging. <laughs> we got John Boyega. John Boyega is, is for Tane. We got Jamie Foxx is Slick Charles. Then we got Yo-Yo. You remember Yo-Yo. She be in all them things. We got Kiefer Sutherland. He, he was Nixon. We got uh, David Allen Greer. Come on now. He was a preacher. They Clone Tyrone is a good movie because it takes the conspiracy things that they, they drip fed little drops, little breadcrumbs of a conspiracy to make you distrust the movie, make you distrust the, the narrative that you're being being shown, that you get to a point in this movie that you're like, I don't even know what's happening. So the movie starts out drug dealers always right you know they gotta have a black movie with some drug dealers in it drug dealer gets shot 
get killed. Boom, he's dead. But then he wakes up. He's back at it. Drug dealing again. And you're like, how in the world is this drug dealer doing this stuff? We just seen him get murdered. I'm not going to spoil the story for everybody. I just want y'all to know the premise of They Clone Tyrone. But you need to watch this on Netflix. So, turns out, there's this new restaurant that's all over the hood. These new products is coming all over the hood. Everybody's like, ooh, they got this purple stuff. Ooh, they got this new chicken. And everybody's buying into it. And it's like, why is this chicken so popular? I don't know. But let's keep on selling these drugs. Yeah, that's what we do in the hood. <laughs> it, it, it becomes a grand conspiracy from the government doing something to the, the black population where it kind of has a message at the end where it's like, hey, we need these people to constantly be in these neighborhoods. So we have to have the drug dealers. We have to have the pimps. We have to have the hoes. So if these staples are not in these elements, our grip on power slides away. And so I, I think this is a great movie to watch because it shows how they can use any force against you. And that's why I brought they clone Tyrone as a black history of movies. <laughs> I said that even better. You ever seen a book report done when somebody ain't read Man, the book? I, you took the words out of my mouth. Damn, we've been doing this. We've been doing this podcast too long. You, I was exactly about to say the same fucking thing. It's like, you ever did a book report the night before it was due? Just did it. <laughs> I should have just checked GPT. Did it? You're like, hey, what's the summary? C plus. <laughs> well, hey, you get too much passed. information. <laughs> say, oh, that's a producer. <laughs> have you seen that movie though? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, it was, it was mixed. The ending was. Uh, Left a little to be desired. Mm, yes. This is how it might go. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah. It's uh. got such a star power behind it that I was like, yo, I got to check it out. And then I, I do like the conspiracy aspect about it. I, do I don't too. think it resolved anything because the big government was still doing the things that it was doing close to the end. But yeah. it is what it is. So, Them niggas clone Tyrone. I wish they would have figured out just a better end. Like it, it, it fell apart. I was trying to think it about what part of the movie when it started going downhill. When they went down was, underground, <laughs> that's where yeah. it started going off. I was like, "Oh, we off the rails now." Yeah, yeah. Some of this stuff is. Mm. Yeah, I love you, Jamie Foxx. I hope we can get you out of this hell, man. You got one. I, you got one more in you. You got another Ray in you, brother. We just got to help you. He got another Ray in him, bro. I just don't know what the hell. I just I don't know if he if he dated too many white women. I don't know what the fuck going on. Have you seen that movie, The Soloist? Yeah, where he's like, uh, yeah, he can play the yeah, the violin. Yeah, that movie right there. Ooh, powerful. So how he? I mean, <laughs> it's all directors, man. It's he the, played God in this terrible Medea. It's all directors. The, direct, movie. the directors or hey, it is what it is. Maybe we'll find out when he marries this whatever white woman he married. Maybe he just date too many white women. You know what? I want to talk about dating, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's get into the rundown where I can talk about dating. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Uh... <laughs> I ain't got the button today. Nah, I just, uh, when you add something, it reshifts all the keys. Oh, yeah, so. it do. Run, run, run. 
Shogun is on the right. Cole Jackson, what is this thing that I speak of as the one down? The rundown is where we take stories from the internet and we show up at some random com and we sell our wares mm. and give you your we give you the opinion about what you bought. That yep, that's, that's, that's exactly what it that's is. Good, that is the rundown. Let me give you the rundown of somebody who's no longer wearing their wares, but they are wearing shame. You remember it's Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> Ain't Trump. That's all that money he made off them we Trump gonna, Force One. We're gonna get there. Do you remember Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> I remember the woman who, who was a part of the NAACP who I guess portrayed black, but she was like black as a what did she say? Black as a feeling? I forgot what she said it was, but she just I, I her like that black acting. is a feeling. And that feeling that you get sometimes hit your soul. Was that her justification? I don't think it was, but I like it. <laughs> I'm going with it. It is today. <laughs> she said something of that nature where she was justified she a lot of acting things. like a black woman yeah, for all exactly. these years. Exactly. For the people who don't know who Rachel Dolezal is, Rachel Dolezal was a NAACP chapter president. She had all the experience. Clones wrong. Brother. That should have been in there. They should have had some kind of Rachel Dolezal moment in that movie. Oh my God, that would have been funny. Okay. I think this is an occurrence. Like this is again, going back to the bravery where I started this show. You have to be brave to do, to survive this world. So Rachel Dolezal had bravery of all the men who stormed the beaches of (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay. She has all the the bravery of men who fought in World War II. So Rachel Dolezal is a white woman portraying to be a black woman. And and she got away with it for a long time before Scooby-Doo snatched the mask off. And he's like, oh, my God. And so. Would have got away with it, too, if it weren't for these meddling kids with that dumb-ass dog. Uh Uh-oh. But this bitch is at it again. So Rachel Dolezal, who now identifies as Nichi Dole, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but that's how we're gonna say it today. Who? Nichi Dole. N K. That's where they lost me. <laughs> Why can't you just be Tamika? No. <laughs> Come on, she gotta be different. She's special. Her name is spelled N-K-E-C-H-I. So I'm gonna say Nikicha. Nikichi. Nikichi. Dalio. Nikichi. Anyway, Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> and uh she previously previously made headlines as the controversial former member of the NAACP chapter president <laughs> has been dismissed from her teaching position. The controversy just started. She's been fired from her teaching position. Do you know why? Well, I'm going to tell yep. you why. The position at the elementary <laughs> school in Arizona, um, the Catalina Foothill School District took action after they discovered that Rachel Dolezost has an OnlyFans. The OnlyFans account, which she promoted on her, according to the News 4 and Tucson, um, Dolezal supplemented her income by selling content on OnlyFans for a monthly subscription fee of nine ninety nine. 
There you go. It's, 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 it's for these trying 10 times. People, Ten people, ten dollars, hundred dollars, right there. Yeah, right? for these trying times. The district spokesperson Julia Fairbank highlighted that Rachel Dolezal's online activities breached the school's social media and st- staff ethics policies, leading to her immediate termination. Now. I'm talking about this because I don't want nobody to criticize us because they said, how y'all going to talk about Drake's dick? Y'all don't do that when women do. Hey, Rachel Dolezal is butt ass naked on the internet. Only fans, she got fired. So here I am talking about it. I immediately went to Reddit, typed in her name. First thing that popped All over up, the place. Rachel Dolezal spreading eagle. I'm like hustler, like the early hustler videos. Like, oof. It looks. It, I looked at it. I looked at it longer than I should have, but I looked at it because it I was like doing research, <laughs> research, and she, she, uh, I can see how she went around passing. That, that's all I can say. She got a little, you know, it's it's not bad back then. That was the. That was tan. Or that was spray on tan too. What you talking about? No, I'm talking about she had some cakes. Yeah, but she still had to tan them up. <laughs> the biscuit had still had to go in the oven. <laughs> the biscuits had to go. <laughs> Shit. Just because the biscuits kind of thing, like you know how you be making them biscuits and you pop the tube and the biscuits come oh. out. Her cellulite on her ass look a little, little, little like that. But yeah. I, so I'm, I'm bringing this today because I'm saying one, Rachel Dolezal is at it again. She's a, she's now assuming a new identity, but that's that's normal for her hustle everything. She's got her OnlyFans and that's fine, that's cool. But she's a teacher. How did she get hired as a teacher? She changed her name. That's got to work somewhere. They definitely worked in Tucson. <laughs> they were like, yeah. wait a minute. That's Rachel Dolezal. I thought that was a black woman. <laughs> no, she let she she let go of the braids. No. She, ain't got the, mm-hmm. she ain't got the brandy braids. She no ain't more. got the brandy braids, but she got the kinky hair. So it's like, hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, how you get your look, girl? Should teachers get fired for having an OnlyFans account? Nope. We've talked, Pay more. We've talked about <clears throat> this before. and and Pay more. Pay more. I went to Reddit and I was able to find her images like instantly. Is it Pay. okay? How, if you had the internet more, and you were in high school and you looked up your teacher and your teacher was on there spreading eagle and you're like, oh damn, this is Miss Dolezal. You don't think that would be distracting in the classroom? It would be. Okay. But but what? Teachers don't get. They don't pay teachers like. Some some teachers have good enough skills to do side hustles like taxes or like a, a lot of teachers have side hustles. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it works because teachers don't get paid shit. I hate to say this and I'm not trying to disrespect women or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure Rachel Dolezal don't have good fucking skills enough to actually do a different type of side hustle. So she said, fuck it. If I put my cakes on OnlyFans, I got to make some money. Just off the name alone, yeah. I'll be able to make a lot of money definitely off the name alone but if people would just pay teachers the job of being a teacher is way harder than what we think it is i wouldn't do it i would I, I how much would you it, have to get but, paid to do it man you got to come on bro how much dealing with these little nigga kids <laughs> nah you got to give me some fucking why is it just the come black on, kids man. golly well niggas it goes across the board okay. white kids there you go. With niggas good but no, nah, you had to give me a hefty, a hefty price to be able to do that job. Fifty grand. Like, I would, I would much rather be a garbage man to be a teacher. Fifty grand. To be honest with you, 
no. <laughs> I can't date if I if I make fifty grand. I can't date women that way. So Damn. they did. Say I make less than that. And <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I can't date nothing. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. But pay pay these teachers more. Like some people just have the skills to be able to do the job that they're able to do. She clearly has the skills to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. If she had other great skills outside of being a teacher, then she would probably do something else. Yeah. But I just feel like she took that route because maybe she's just not bright enough to do something different. But at the end of the day, teachers should not have to be doing side hustles to be able to get paid, bro. Like, there's a bigger picture here that we're not looking at. Like, I like clearly we're failing people who take the job of being a teacher by not paying them mm. anything. I just looked at the list of like um the the <laughs> the the best uh states that get education and the worst and you know Alabama's like 45 out of like 50 states. Terrible. In the bottom though. That's Mississippi. Well, that's Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> but there's <laughs> well, they always um but it's it's just it's to me it's just a lot more telling of what we how we think about people who take on the job as um, teachers teachers or people who are trying to help these kids make it through so they can be something in life. We don't, we would much rather pay other, we pay all this other money to other shit instead of educators in this world. Like your parents are educators. Look at me. Yeah. I mean, but what I'm saying is wouldn't it been a whole lot better. I mean, you've probably heard some stories about like what they had to go through in school. And dealing with certain kind of kids. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it have been great if they would have got paid a higher rate of pay? Or maybe even, you know. Yeah, but they still going to have to well, deal with them kids. Yeah, but I can deal with them better when I got money in my Nigga, pocket. You got three whole months off. You ain't got to deal with them kids. Oh, yeah, that something. you don't get paid. Yes, you do. Well, unless my parents had some kind of other income coming in. We we got paid. I, I thought teachers didn't get paid in the summertime. No, nah, we, we could did. Be wrong. They did. Nah, nah, you get paid for that. Would you be a teacher? Heck yeah. But you got to sign my waiver form before you can come in my classroom. I'm beating your ass. <laughs> just, just, It is what it is. Threaten me with a gun, I'm beating your ass. Post some shit on the internet, I'm beating your ass. I'm taking up your phones, I'm beating ass. I just feel like educators have to deal with more than just educating when it comes to... Because there's, there's a mental aspect of it. Yeah. There's kids who don't... You have to deal with kids who are not mentally there. You have to deal with kids who don't have. Yep. You have to deal with kids like you have to like be wear several hats when you're when you're educated. Already wearing one. If we pay, if we pay these people mm-hmm. what they're what they deserve, how much do we teachers wouldn't have deserve? this problem? You think a teacher should get paid? I say at least starting at maybe eighty thousand. Eighty thousand a year. There's some teachers who who make it about seventy grand a year teaching. I think starting should be eighty thousand to deal with those 80, students. Say so what? To deal with those students, about eighty grand to to do the job that a lot of people can't do, mm-hmm. which is teach. <laughs> like this is you're you're a part of a process for someone who is trying to get out into the world mm-hmm. and make it make themselves into somebody. Mm-hmm. It takes just more than just me telling you some math problems on a board. You know what I'm saying? What about the kid that comes in and got like really, really terrible shoes or ran down shoes? Or what about yeah. the kid who ain't got no, can't get lunch because their parents, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't got the money to get them lunch. They can't get free lunch. 
Just yeah. different. It's different make scenarios that to teachers broke. have to do. Too much money to Say be, what? make too much money to be broke. Right. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of teachers that deal with more than just educating and mm-hmm. English and social studies and shit like that. Like it's teachers who have to deal with kids who are or the kid that's getting bullied on a regular basis. Yeah. It's some teachers that just give a fuck. Uh, now you could be like some teachers that just like oh, that ain't my problem. Let the little nigga get his ass whooped. Yeah. But there's some teachers that take on the responsibility of hey, like, you know, life is hard, and this mm-hmm. is how you kind of have to deal with this kind of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it. I'm like, if you paid teachers what they owe or what you what they should be making, they wouldn't have to go off and make OnlyFans shit or do these side jobs all the time. Yeah, I think Rachel Dolezal's situation is definitely going to teach these kids a valuable lesson that you're going to get <laughs> fucked in life, and you... this is a valuable lesson. You got to learn that. Like, you, if you I do something so wrong... Much. It's a good chance you could lose your job. Is porn wrong? No, I'm sure some of those students have mothers who's out there doing OnlyFans and maybe fathers who's doing OnlyFans. But Rachel, in her situation, she's too well known to be posting this on her public social media page. And people are like, oh, yeah, she was just my my teacher. She got OnlyFans. Oh. And then I, if it was tasty nudes, maybe I'll be okay with it. But it was not you mean tasty. tasteful. Tasty, no, nigga. I be <laughs> <laughs> my my screen. I can lick it. <laughs> this is why I got a dent in the center. <laughs> yeah, it's tasteful nudes. If it was tasteful, then it would be okay. But uh, no, nah, I think it's it's a morality clause, and I I have to side with the the school on this one. I don't need my teacher spread eagle on the internet. Unfortunately, I understand what you're saying. They should get paid more. It is what it is. No teacher should have to do a side hustle, even if it's not OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I just feel like no teacher should be doing any kind of side work. I, you have enough work. I used to, uh, I, I, one of my exes is a teacher. Right. The responsibilities that they have to do or prepare, and she's a teacher that actually cares oh, about yeah. her students. I, I agree. So it's you. just one of them things where it's just like the, the type of shit you have to, you have to prep for, mm-hmm. um, the out of the, out of nowhere type shit that happens in classrooms and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Like, they need as much time possible to be able to handle what comes with the classroom. I think I understand your point. Yeah. yeah that's a little, that's a little distraction, but nigga, again, I, I gotta, I gotta live. And what these, what this school is paying me ain't enough. I gotta do something. I don't know. I, I can't clearly, I don't know how to do any kind of like, I don't have skills to be a, like some teachers do taxes on the side. Or some teachers do hair or all this other bullshit. Right. She just decided she took the drug way out. Instead of selling the bricks, she's showing ass. Yeah, she flipping them birds. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure the money came fast. It's fast money. It's easy money. It's something that she wasn't embarrassed about. Again, yes, that can be a distraction, but I got to, ooh, sorry. I got to look at it from the standpoint of like, well, if y'all was paying me, I mean, that goes for anybody who's an American. That's what I was about to say. If, if we get paid what we're worth, we wouldn't have to do two second jobs and shit like that. They said the job market right now is booming. Not because. For who? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is the funny part. <laughs> Rachel Dolezal? <Dolezone? laughs> I felt that pain, boy. The shit is sharp. That nigga said, for who? Niggas is out here getting paid. He said, I ain't chilling. Yeah. For who? <laughs> That need to be the episode. For a who? For who? All right. The job market is booming right now because we have an influx. We got a ton of new people going into the market. One, 
Yeah, they're called migrants. <laughs> yes. The migrants are getting jobs. Also, people are getting fired. And people are now having like this is the 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 number one or this is the highest amount of Americans having two and three jobs. You know, it's a lot of people who got three jobs right now trying to make it through today. And so the job market looks like it's booming, but it's the same people doing three jobs trying to just struggle and make it through. Job market booming. Yeah, for who? Well, since we're here, yeah. Since we're here about teachers and students. Yes. According to a form, the read aloud is read aloud is scheduled for Tuesday to have certain guests like firemen, doctors, artists and uh attend to to attend this uh, specific event. This is in Florida. This is a Florida school situation. Mm-hmm. Um there was a parent by the name of Charles Walter whose daughter attends the Caraway K through eight in Miami said I had to give permission for uh, my child to read aloud or would not be able to participate in this event, this read aloud (laughs) event. So Walter claims that after seeing it, he verbally agreed with the teacher to let Eva participate, but was informed that his daughter would be, would not be allowed to do so if she did not sign a form to be able to read aloud quote, my daughter didn't min- didn't even mention it to me. Uh, she didn't want to. She didn't want me to sign because she thought it would be boring. Uh, he went on to say, "This idea that kids can have say in whatever activities to participate in is really strange." And then the idea of some kids would have would be taken out of the class seems bizarre. So, there is a parents' right education law down in Florida. I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, that refers to don't say gay, <laughs> the don't say gay law. This requires limits, uh, limit, limits discussions on sexual orientation and gender identity in all grades. So basically, there are certain books that you that you read aloud, but kids can't read them aloud unless they have a form signed by their parents to be able to say specific words like gay. According to Walter, <laughs> whose daughter is in the fourth grade. This is fourth grade at the same school. He never had to sign a permission slip for either child to participate, to read aloud or listen to a guest speaker. Quote, I was obviously quite shocked to, re- to receive this form. Damn it. I hope that the school district recognizes that people aren't in agreement with this policy or, re- or they need to reconsider, reconsider this. So since last November, Miami-Dade County public schools uh, have been have been open, <laughs> wait, have been operating under the permission form policy that mandates that they get parents permission for a number of for a number of events, such as having a great speaker at a class. Uh, a speaker for the school district said this in a statement: "Quote: We realize the description of the event have." Um, event may have caused confusion and we are working with other schools to reemphasize the importance of clarity for parents in describing activities and events that would require parental permission. However, in compliance to the state law, permission slips were sent home because guest speakers would be at, would, uh, would participate during a school authorized education related activity. Now, according to the state, Manny Diaz Jr., who is the commissioner, says Florida does not require permission slips to teach African-American history 
or celebrate African Black History Month. Any school that any school that does not wait, any school that does does this is not completely in the wrong. All right, backstory. There's a book that the kids are going to be able to have to read out loud that has a lot to do with African American or black history. There are certain words in that book that kids have to have permission to say via a permission slip. So if they don't have the permission slip signed, the kids can't read it out loud in school. It's crazy. <laughs> they've been performing. What they've been doing is they've been going off. I've never seen this slip before in my life. Um, at a recent school board hearing meeting, the board member Steve Gallant III raised concerns about this policy of fair implication and particularly questioning if teachers would need a slip themselves for them to talk about Holocaust survivors or guest speak <laughs> or guest speakers who talk about the Holocaust. Uh, it's just a big crazy mess right now. Nobody knows what to do. Uh, they're trying to figure out if they need to just send out permission slips ever again to talk about Holocaust, talk about black history and talk about being gay. Okay. This is all in great. This is in a K through eight school. Right. My question is, what the fuck are they? What the fuck are they doing in Florida? This is the weirdest thing I ever heard of in my life. I never knew of a law like the don't say gay law out there. We definitely talked about this last year. The don't say gay law. Yes, that's what the critics call it. The don't say gay bill or don't say it's <laughs> okay. So now since it's Black History Month. They're basically saying, yo, like, we got to send these permission slips back out because there are certain African-American books that these kids or if guest speakers also want to read out loud, they have to have permission slips to be able to do this. Okay. I, I started the, <laughs> I, the place I got the story from was really shady, so that's why it sounds very disjointed, right. but I had to kind of give it backstory. I, I get it, and I understand the concern. My problem is, why are we splitting the types of history if it's history you can learn history no matter what right they still have a history course in that class why is it oh african-american history or jewish history or holocaust or what no 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 it's all the same story african-american history in america is still american history so just teach them regular ass history but this is florida trying to skirt around some of these black eye topics no pun intended but they're they're just they're mad about things that they don't want to feel guilty for the past. Nigga, it happened. If we can still exist in this world where people tell us, get over it and pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, and then y'all can deal with a little bit of hurt and shame that your family got rich over this. Like It ain't like nobody saying, hey, give us the money, which they are. Some people are saying, hey, you got rich off of this, off of my people suffering. Please pay us what you said you was going to pay us, and, and we'll move forward. A lot of black people are not even focusing on that. We just trying to exist and they still copping problems. They still having issues with all this. It's like, okay, so they muddy in the waters with this don't say gay stuff. And it's like, it, it's basically kind of like the, the, the drag queen reading hour, all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. It, it's all in common all that. But it's like, you can read stories to kids. No problem. It's the content of these stories. That's when it becomes a problem. So if you got 
a speaker that's a drag queen reading a very explicit book to kids that should be sent home to the parents where they have a permission slip and they just like, all right, well, I agree. They can read this story to my kid or they shouldn't to me. If little Johnny can't handle the story of how uh, a slave was getting whipped and he had to go to work and did all his work for free. And then uh, the man who was whipping him got all this profit. If he can't mm -hmm. handle that, what the fuck is he doing in America? That is that is as humble as apple pie. And I say humble in a way of I'm meaning that is is so common because that is a past that a lot of people from the South have where right. their family eventually came through or came from some part of the slave trade. Well, they're not saying Johnny can't read it. They just say Johnny has to take a permission slip home to his dad. But or his mom, and they have to sign permission slips for him to be able to read it out loud or him for him to listen to it from a speaker right. and possibly teacher okay. for them to read it out loud. What if they never sent out a permission slip? Well, that's what Walter was saying. Exactly. Walter was like, I ain't never seen one of and these that's slips what before I'm my saying. life. If they never <laughs> sent out a permission slip, we get to omit all of this. Never happened. Your kid won't learn anything about this because, hey, hey, we, we got to follow the law. We got to follow the reason. This is a way to erase history. That's why I say mm. don't call it black history. Just call it American history. And this is the part where we talk about the, the slavery. Motherfuckers got rich off of this. And then now they gonna be like, well, we didn't do nothing right. We've always been just. Nah, nigga. <laughs> Ask the Indians how just the Americans are. Slavery is under the one of the words that you can't say. Why? Why? You I, I never want to move to Florida in my, ever in my life. Like it's like it's like sending me to hell. <laughs> I love like, Florida as a state, man. I love the people of Florida. I, I don't like what's happening. Like these are cultural issues that they're trying to fight against, and it's not something that should be fight. Like this shouldn't be a, a pushback. Like I get it. Somebody went into these schools and did some wild stuff. We shouldn't have drag queens who sexualize themselves and sexualize these stories and reading it to kids. That's kind of weird. Anytime you involve a child in sex, I have an immediate red flag to that. But history ain't got nothing to do with it. This is a completely separate situation, but they don't want to read. The, I, I think what happened was is an overcorrection from the critical race theory that wasn't happening in these classrooms. Now mm. I talked about this, with the race baby book that we, I brought on the show with, uh, what's her name? Kajinka Jackson or whatever that the lady. Rachel Dollazar. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was twin sister. Yeah. But, uh, when what he was talking about, oh, that's Kajinka. Yeah. The, the, the racist baby books and all that type of stuff. It was like, it wasn't critical race theory that was happening, but it was elements of it that was trickling into these courses. And these people are trying to stop it because they don't want the effects of the critical race theory to hit these kids. And I get that part. But at the same time, if we've had a history that was the truth that actually happened and one side got over on it and the other side didn't and you don't just bombard people over the past of what happened you try to say this is where we're going to improve upon it then maybe we could move somewhere but they don't want to acknowledge the past and they don't want to acknowledge the future saying that hey we got rich off of what happened in the past so we stuck in the middle just sitting there like look y'all are getting over on being some assholes and other people suffered because of this something needs to happen 
clearly it's not happening. Nobody's trying to give reparations to the black folks. Yeah. I don't know. I think the whole thing is just, I think the whole thing is weird. Just even just saying, ah, I got to have a permission slip to even read this book about not even black, black history, but like the Holocaust or even homosexual stuff. Like, I don't know. There, there is I, a I limit. No, to, I, what do you want these kids to learn then? Like, I don't know. There, it's 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 an odd story. I thought it was funny at first, but like now that I think about it, I'm like this is serious and terrible. <laughs> there, there is a limit to how how explicit some of this content should get in these classrooms and in these schools. It's this. Wait, hold on. It's it's regular ass textbooks though, bro. I don't think they're getting like out of hand. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're right. I haven't been in school in a while, so maybe they maybe they talking about some wild shit in these in these classes nowadays. Most of the textbooks, but this are, is fourth grade. Most of the textbooks are not wild and outrageous. A lot of the stuff that they're talking about are books that's just in the library that they think these kids would check out and have access to, and that's the main concern that they have. Most of these kids ain't reading. Period. You know what I'm saying? It's just these books are in there, and it's like on reading programs that they should focus on. It, look. Is not as bad as they making it seem, but it is going to lead to a terrible future. Like, you know how people are complaining about all these kids coming out of colleges with this um, socialist ideology and they feel like they shouldn't have to work and all this. But I agree. We shouldn't have to work as hard as we are. But unfortunately, this is the world that we've built and kids are pushing back against the, the system and. The older folks are like, hey, they're getting in there. They're being corrupted by these these liberal colleges, and we got to change it. And, it, and it's not <laughs> liberal college. That's crazy. Liberal college. You ever heard of Matt Walsh? All the nigga who kid got, he did America's Most Wanted for all them years. No? You might be right. I think that is him. I might be thinking of the wrong person. I'm going to send you some stuff and we'll come back on this later. <laughs> it gets into a, Matt, big, a, a much deeper topic, but it's some, it's some weird, both sides have good points. It's some weird things that's happening on these colleges, but I don't think we need to change history because kids might be affected by the outcome of it. I think that's the whole goal of it. You want kids to be affected by the outcome of history. You need these motherfuckers to learn something. You know what I learned? I learned that politics is a dirty game. I learned that people in political parties would do whatever they need to do in order to get your vote. I got two stories that I want to talk about. One of them involves Joe Biden. Have you seen the ad of Joe? <laughs> I, I can't even say. Boo. Dang, it's like that now? His name. <laughs> Did you see his Super Bowl tweet? Yeah, the dark Brandon. Just like we planned. Yeah, Dark Brandon is real, man. Well, if, if you're not afraid of Dark Brandon, <laughs> you should be afraid of this dark meat that Dark Brandon brought to dinner. Have you seen this ad? Our vice president? No. <laughs> That's good. Biden visit a Raleigh family with <laughs> overcooked. Oh, they way too black to be our vice president's family. <laughs> so there's a new campaign, a new ad that came out where Joe Biden goes to this family's mm -hmm. house with some food. And they're talking about education and all the things that need to happen. And just like what we were talking about with school and teaching and all that. But the food came from this place called the cookout. 
So Joe Biden literally invited himself to the cookout and then brought that cookout food to a black family. You know what kind of food he brought? Uh, let me guess. Chicken. Yep. A Romney family is still getting a lot of attention after a personal visit from the president last Thursday. 13-year-old Carter Fitz and his 15-year-old brother Christian got the education of their lives. President Biden's team brought cookout food to the family's table and shared stories. Christian recorded the experience on his TikTok page and shared his greatest memories. He was cool. He was just a good guy. He has a lot of stories to tell. He's easy to talk to, so I wasn't, like, nervous eating with him. He made me feel comfortable. You know, questions just, like, how do you like to run for president? Like, why? Why do you keep doing it? <laughs> Those are good questions. President Biden also posted pictures of the visit to his own social media channel. Okay. That young man was brainwashed by that chicken. They <laughs> he put it in the chicken. He, he was like, what's the easiest way to get their votes? Boop. No, I, I can't make shoes. Okay. I need something fast. Chicken. Put it in It'd the be chicken. be ready in 15 minutes, bro. Ding. We'll call you when it's ready. <laughs> so, this Raleigh. I don't trust that little nigga dude either, though. Okay, why he not? Looked like he, why not? He, why not? He, he, he looked like he easily swayed. <laughs> <laughs> that little nigga looked easily swayed. I don't swayed. like how you saying this. <laughs> he just didn't look trustworthy. He, he ain't down for the call. Yeah, so, bro. that was what Sorry. I was thinking. I was like, why of all the people did Joe Biden take this black family to bring them some cookout chicken? I was like, I got to read this story because the internet is blowing up. Like the conservative black media that's on the internet. They're like, look at Joe Biden. He's bringing chicken. He's pandering to these blacks, which he is. Kamala told him to do that. Kamala can't season no chicken. She No, she told him. Kamala, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> she said, she said, she's Joe, I'm. Joe, I'm dealing with my white husband right now. I don't have time for this. Just take us some cookout chicken. Talk about what they want to do in life and go home. Who in the Democratic and please, Party? And please, by the way, wear, wear your chinos. Don't wear the jeans. Clearly, he didn't listen to what Kamala said. He wore them tight jeans, and he looked like he was shitting himself. He was an, but he's that's an neither old here nor there. man. That's what he do. Well, I mean, Kamala told him to wear the chinos, and he really clearly think, didn't listen. You really think this 80-year-old man going to listen to a black female? She has a white husband, of course. <laughs> that that's all the validation. She's down we by need. law now. Biden can't. Don't nobody ever talk about her white husband, even though she's so black and she's so down for the fucking cause. But y'all niggas don't say nothing about this white man just hanging around. Tell us what we should say about this white man that's hanging around. Don't trust her. <laughs> Why? Because she got a white husband. Yes. <laughs> man, keep being Why couldn't it be why couldn't it be Montel Williams? He's a trusted, he's trustable Montel black Williams man. Williams is out here getting much better tail than uh, than Kamala Harris. Well, I'm just saying, I'm I'm just saying, don't nobody want to bring up Kamala Harris's white husband, but we show down <laughs> for the cause. I sticking point. <laughs> it, just seemed... it is for me. Okay. Okay. My bad. Calm down, killer. I'm just saying, brother. All I'm saying is, I, I ain't seen, what, what Kamala do for Black History Month? Well, how, how many days? Is the 18th? I ain't seen her hanging around. Are you seen her around? Doing anything with Black History Month? No, I never see her. So she kept that same energy. The Biden campaign okay. has said it would target North Carolina <laughs> with heavy campaign advertisement and a push to It'd win the, the battleground state <laughs> in 2024 election. Biden narrowly lost North Carolina to then President Donald Trump. So this is a push to win more black votes 
in North Carolina is for him to show up to these random black people's house, bring them some cookout and talk about education. Now, mm. from my vantage point, it seems a little tone deaf because somebody could have said, hey, man, <laughs> you probably shouldn't bring chicken. You probably shouldn't bring fast food. You are the president. Joe, I mean, Donald Trump got in trouble when he brought fast food to these pro football players coming to the White House. You know what I'm saying? Wait, 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 wait. At least it was name brand. It was McDonald's. At least it was, it was name it was brand. McDonald's this nigga didn't even want to get name brand chicken. Oh. That nigga could have went to fucking KFC, Popeye's, well. a name brand player. He could even went to Publix and that would have been acceptable. Publix uh-huh. do got some good chicken. I will tell See? you, this is what happened. Somebody in this think tank of Joe Biden's campaign said, you know what? He's a white guy. We should invite him to the cookout. Black people love when we invite him to the cookout. Is there a place Kamala called Harris. cookout? I don't think she that clever, dog. I'm, I'm sorry. Kamala Harris, this is all her fault. Okay. This is all her fucking fault. This is Kamala Harris's mess. I don't know why you hate her so much. <laughs> because she... Let me finish this story. Biden, let me, <laughs> let me finish this story. Biden then delivered meals to the Fitz family. The family was was spoke. Yeah, they talked about education over dinner. Biden has made student debt forgiveness a key political battle in his first presidential term. The U.S. Supreme How's Court rejected the initial plan to cancel about $430 billion in student debt loan, but the administration has since successfully erased $137, I'm sorry, $137 billion in debt through a different strategy. Eric, Eric Fitz is one of those tens of thousands of Americans who had his student debt erased by Biden's action. The video Biden posted on Monday, however, focused instead on the kids plan as they ate chicken fingers and burgers. Carter tells Biden about the middle school basketball team and Christian talks about the high school program that gave him a chance to go see college campuses and learn more. So this is Biden's pitch to win the black vote is to say, hey, I'm going to bring y'all niggas some chicken. We're going to talk about education, about how I got rid of most of the student debt, like your daddy. So that's why y'all should vote for me. I just, I feel like this is not, it's not hitting the mark, man. Sorry. You think? (laughs) It would be better. You fucking think? It would be better if he wanted, if he needed some votes. It would be better if he showed up with like a product that just, told me this is the guy chicken ain't a product no nah, chicken chicken is a product but it's a product you know what i'm saying like not cookhouse chicken when last time you had some cookhouse man, chicken by the way <laughs> is cookout good i'm a vegan i don't, I don't know what the fuck that be is like, be like the wash <laughs> we only buy drinks out there more <laughs> oh they sell a cat huh no, the lines be long <laughs> I be like, it just it don't feel like that's gonna be the good food but anyway you need a man who's gonna run, who's gonna beg for your your vote with some wait, beg, beg is hold on, don't say beg. That's that's a little Montel Jordan. We can't do that. Montel Jordan, yeah. what you begging? I ain't never heard Montel Jordan. Damn, that was, that was a shot in the dark, bro. I was just trying to come up with. <laughs> I needed Jordan. I needed Jordan to tie to what I was trying to segue to. <laughs> Like Donald J. Trump. You know, the J is for Jordan because he's the new jump man. Donald J. Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, see? 
I'm with, okay. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. And then see the new jump, man. Yeah, I fuck with it. That lady from that landing. Yeah, all right. Cool. Finally. <laughs> I'm swearing real. Donald Trump said, you know what? The world needs a shoe. Not just any shoe. It needs my shoe. It needs Trump Force Ones. Trump Force Ones, nigga. Trump Force Have you seen them? Yeah. You getting some? Sneaker can he showed up to Sneaker Con. <laughs> he came, he rolled into that motherfucker. Skirt. Here's my shoe. He said, skirt, skirt. <laughs> what up? Nigga what said, it do? Gold all in my mouth. <laughs> gold all in my chain. <laughs> nigga, 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 gold. <laughs> if we could find a version of Donald Trump AI reading that, Twitter, oh my God, that would move. <laughs> I gotta find, I need to make that. <sighs> Donald Trump has a new shoe. For those who don't know, he showed Trump Force One. He showed up to Sneaker Con and said, "Bruh, I got, I got them for you. Here we go. <laughs> Here are the shoes. Oh, I'm fe- for the I gotta feed the streets. I'm under- <laughs> what? For the foe? Mask on your face, huh? Damn. <sighs> okay. That 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 won him in the election, <laughs> hands down." I'm telling you what I know. If he wasn't going to win before, this sneaker kind of situation won. So they said it was a mixture of booze and applause, and then people started going, you are shy, you are shy. Like wrestling. And like UFC. <laughs> Basically, anytime they see Trump out and about. Uh, man, he, he is going to win, though. It, 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 you could feel it. So in Philadelphia, uh, they were having the sneaker kind. President, former President Trump shows up, introduces his new shoes. They're $300. He got another pair of shoes. No, $400. i am sorry. My bad. $399. That's $400. And then he got another pair of shoes called the Victory 47s. He's also seen selling cologne, perfume for $100 a bottle. I need to find those. Yeah, I haven't seen the Victory 47s. I'm about to look them up now. Keep reading. So, the unannounced, the unannounced lunch came a day after the judge in New York ordered Trump and his companies to pay over 355 million in penalties, finding that the former president lied about his wealth for years, scheming to dupe banks, insurers, and others, inflating his wealth and financial status. The penalty came after Trump was ordered to pay the additional $83 million to E. Jane Carroll for damages and her reputation after accusing after she accused him of sexual assault. With the interest in the payment, Trump legal debt. So basically, Trump needs some money. And he said, what would Shogun do? And Shogun said, hustle everything. He said, okay, sneaker cut. I'm going to show up with these gold, red bottom, American flag, Trumps. So the gold shoes are the, they're saying the gold shoes are the victory 47. Oh, those are the 50 47s. That's what that's what so, this article is saying. The, this says the shoes shiny. Okay, the shoes shiny gold with high tops with American flag detail on the back are being sold as the Never Surrender high tops for three ninety nine on the new on the new website. It also sells other Trump branded shoes as Victory forty seven. I'm going to the site. Fuck it. Let's do it. I'm uh, keep reading. We got to research. I'm, find I'm these doing shoes. researching too, bro. Yeah, the Victory forty sevens comes up with the gold shoes. Bro, I, I can see Rocky Balboa rocking these. Or First Mr. All, T. No. Mr. T would rock those. Especially with that big old gold T on the side. Come on, bro. 
No? Okay. No. I need to see how much they're going for on StockX, though. That's the real thing. Victory 47, S-T-O-C-K-X. Ah, uh, they ain't hit. So, the Victory... So, he's got cologne called Victory 47 mm-hmm. and perfume called Victory 47, which is so that's just, $100. That's his whole brand, I guess, is Victory. Yeah. I think that's his overall brand. Now, they're saying that this has nothing to do with his marketing strategy. I mean, his campaign strategies. This is all separate... So this is not campaign finances or anything. This is just him trying to generate a new market. He did that shit. Ah, like the great comedian Andrew Schultz, he said, "President got to be able to move some merch." Trump is moving merch out here, and I respect it. I ain't mad at it. Now, how you feel about the shoes, though? Oh, them whole ugly as fuck. (laughs) Think so too, (laughs) but. The hook works. Mm. Like, say what you want to. That was genius. Mm. That was that was genius. That was a chess move. He pulled a ton of young voters that way. Yeah. Even if it even if he did show up to Sneaker Con just to make some money, he literally got money. Have you seen the cologne? The bottle has Trump's head on it. It's all gold. I it's mean, going for two ninety nine. It's going for three hundred dollars. The cologne on eBay. What you expect? Oh my lord! I ain't got no gold chain. I'm just gonna gold all of my. Hey, gold all of my chain, nigga, nigga, nigga. Come I, on, we, I gotta make that Trinidad James song by Donald Trump. Oh man, that would be awesome. Wish Trump was riding that bike on the like on the video too. That would have been fire. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Biden ain't got a chance. Mm. He got no chance in hell. He got I mean, no chance. You show up to these black people's house with chicken, not even, not even the good kind. You, if you were to get, I guarantee you, it would have been respectable if he had Popeyes. I, I, if you would have showed up with Popeyes, respectable, they'd be like, oh, he know what's, uh, he know what's up. He would have to go Cook inside and get the Popeyes Stop. himself too. Like if Donald, I mean, if Biden went into a Popeyes, it would, it would, he got hard. Quick, I gotta ask you this. It's on my mind since we're talking about it now. Would it impress you to meet a president? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Because I, no matter who the president yeah, is, no matter, who, I would love to talk to Obama. I would love to talk to Bush, and I don't, I f- don't like Bush, but I would love to talk to them because I, I need to. Would you let them niggas in your house? Nah. <laughs> I don't want you. No, you ain't coming in my house. I come to your house. I I love to talk to you in the White House, but you you're not invited in my house. Fuck, I want hmm. big government in my house. Hell no. Nah. Make sure you ain't no security threat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, even though I'm not, I just feel like they would be looking around, and be like, well, "Where you get this from?" Like, nigga, invasion of my privacy. I feel like Cardi B. <laughs> you? I don't think I would want to meet the president. Why not? I think the stigma that comes with that that name mm-hmm. is too much. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it would be like how can I put it? Like oh boy, the seventeen year old kid that was just like you sat up here and talked about like these things. It's just like I don't know if I would feel that way. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would say something. 
out of line. Like, damn, nigga, like, you can't fix this shit. <laughs> like, we struggle. I think right they need now. to hear that, but I, I know they're not going to. They're going to give you a bunch of fluff and be like, oh, this is what money's trying to do. I, I would feel like I would be shut down before I could even get something like that. I'm, yeah. For me, I look at meeting the president as like meeting Drake or doing an interview for Drake. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is going to be catered towards what it looks good. For them. They're going to yeah. mute anything that's negative. And they're most definitely going to make sure that these particular things aren't being talked about when you sit down with that person. I agree. I agree. Um, like if I'm not able to freedom freely speak to this person, like I want to, what's the use of me meeting them? Man, I can agree with you on that. And, and I feel like, like when people, the only person I would do, I would, I would most definitely talk to or sit down with is Obama. And that's just because I just want to know, like, nigga, how did you do it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would really just be like, how did you get through these years and all of that kind of Except. stuff? And I would much rather talk to him because he's a former president and he went through a lot. And he's going to look at you and be like. But other than that, like, and I'm not saying Obama would keep it, keep it a whole buck with me. He might, you know, throw some shit out there that I might not, he you know, be like, he don't want me to know. You too. know how I did it? I run in a zigzag but, pattern. <laughs> Nick-nack pattern. You know, zigzag. Oh. Um, strafing. I don't want to do it. I, I think a lot of people are in awe because they're just like the police. Hmm. Yeah. That's just how I look at Nothing. it. Nothing. I think it's the position. I, I, I have a little bit of hope in me for like the... The power to be, I, I, I want to be a patriot, but it's just a position. I don't think these people really know and understand. Like they don't have any touch or basis to reality, so they don't really mm. know how people are living out here. Yeah, like I, it was. I think it was George Bush didn't know the price of eggs or something like that a couple of years ago. Mm. And it's just like you don't know how much gas costs. Like you don't have an idea of what people are really struggling with. So if they actually came. And campaign kind of like Trump is doing with the rallies and whatnot. I really think that's the biggest thing that helps him because he not really touched the people, but he embraced the people. And it's, mm-hmm. it, 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 he tears down that gigantic wall. It's like, hey, I'm just like you guys. I just happen to have a million dollars, you know. I was going to ask you that. Like, do you feel like him showing up to sneaker con makes him look a little bit more grounded? Because I feel like whoever gave him, again, even though this is just to sell merch, that's a whoever is in his camp that, right that said there. you got to do this shit. That's a hell of a move, bro. Like you can't just. I agree. Niggas ain't doing that these days. Not political. People. Now if Biden shows up at some kind of con, I'm gonna be like, see, he wouldn't be able to talk <laughs> you, to talk. You he wouldn't be able to have the lingo. Like that's the thing. You can clearly see the the cognitive decline in the president. But when it comes to Trump, he that man is spry. He out there, hey, I, he going back and forth with the crowds. He's like, hey, there's a lot of enthusiastic people here, but here's my shit. So it's just the difference. By these Trump Force Ones. If they was black. <laughs> By all black shoe, what you talking about? Oh shit. Is that is that That's not all okay. black, huh? Man, I didn't know. Like black on black on black. But no, no, I'm just yeah. saying all the gold Never parts. All if black all shoe. the gold parts at bottom, that, that kind of be fire. <laughs> he had to discuss. I'm not. No, I'm actually. No, this is one of the moves. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Oh, <laughs> like, I just wish that 
Politics is all about popularity. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Politics is all about popularity. And you have to pull some, sometimes you have to pull a rabbit out the hat to be able to get votes. Mm. And I just feel like this nigga really just pulled off a, a major stunt. Yeah. And got, got, got side money off of it. Like They sell it. They sold out. To me, that's impressive. I, for me being. Say, they wait, sold wait. out. The, the shoes sold out. Yeah. Me being a sneakerhead ass nigga. I never in a million years would have thought a presidential candidate would have showed up to a fucking sneaker con, yeah. bro, and sell shoes. Like, that's not really a natural way of doing shit when you're a politician. Now, we've got to get a whole bunch of other niggas copying the same yeah. play. And he was the first nigga to make the play. Yeah, Kanye got to be mad. Have you seen the reviews of them sock shoes he got coming out? Oh, the pie? Yeah. Who bought? Some people bought them for Love $200. Kanye they're $200 and some people were buying them. They're $20. Huh? They're $20. Somebody said they paid $200 on the review I watched. They started at $200 and then Kanye made everything on the website $20 because I'm getting I'm, I'm getting a, a Vulture shirt. And he <laughs> refunded everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting that I merch. listened to the STEM Society. Uh, I didn't uh, think that review was going to... Well, you have, you have to catch up. Um... But everybody who bought the, the the pods, the Yeezy pods, he refunded them the hundred and eighty dollars back. Oh, okay. So yeah, he gave everybody their money back. So yeah. Like he's selling everything on the website for twenty bucks. Hmm. He's trying to make this shit affordable. I get it. And I'm like, all right, okay. Well, that's a big move then. That's mm-hmm. a big move. I yeah, know that. But people are getting refunded their money back for for if they paid two hundred for them. But I'm like, nigga, them socks with some Souls on them, and it don't I, even I cover no the ninja. whole. Yeah, it don't even cover your whole foot. <laughs> I, I worry about what if I step on something or I step in some shit. Like, what if the bottom get cut? Like them shoes, them socks don't look comfortable. But, <laughs> nigga, those are ninja shoes. Ninjas <laughs> wouldn't ain't even no ninja. Ninja, would you wear them? What them sock shoes? I ain't no fucking ninja, nigga. I ain't no ninja. My ninja. It was from ninjas. The only people I ever seen one of them was niggas on Rush Hour. I don't know nothing about <laughs> Yo, that shit. Have you seen drill rap in Japan? Like they got this song that's going pretty big on Instagram. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Oh man, hey, I think I'm. I don't know that I when you said ninja, it made me think about it. Yeah, them shoes is for ninjas, bro. I don't even know ninja. I ain't got no other stories for real. I had this one other one. I don't even want to read it because it actually just happened. I don't want to get into it yet. I want more information. I understand. I just, I'll just give you the. It was breaking news, and um, it was on, it was on X or Twitter. Um, Elon is is pre-selling the X token, which is basically mm. he's about to do his own uh, digital currency. I didn't know you could pre-order currency. Me neither. But Elon's doing it, and the, the amount of dick sucking on Twitter about this shit is Elon's hilarious. Anyway, um. I got one last thing I want to talk about. Did you sure. hear about the lawsuit that Cameron Giles had to go through? Cameron. Cameron has been ordered yeah. to pay 50 grand to a photographer who captured his iconic pink fur photo in 2023. I'm sorry. 2003 mm-hmm. after he used it on merch. We've been talking a lot about merch. So this is a good story without paying for the licensing. 
So according to the billboard, Judge Williams Martini ruled Thursday on February the 15th that Dipset rapper committed copyright infringement and must pay uh, the photographer 40 grand in statutory mm -hmm. damages and plus 10,000 in uh, legal fees. So apparently it was easy win for, for the, the photographer because Cameron never even responded to the complaints. He also was pretty pricey loss for him. He could have avoided all of these if he had to just pay for the license fee. I think it was like five grand and uh, mm -hmm. five grand to Getty image. But do you know the image I'm talking about? Yeah, the one he on the phone. Yeah, with the pink. Yeah, on. he been he been fighting that. He's been fighting that battle for a few years now. I don't understand. How can a photographer copyright a photo of a person that's in the photo? Like, right. I get it. You copywritten it, but I'm the subject of this photo. It's like if somebody ex somebody explained explained it. I can't remember what podcast I heard it on, but somebody like did a full breakdown of why the rights are for the photographer and not for the person in the picture. It was very odd. But what but if you randomly just took a photo? You got a of leg me. to stand on. What I, I get that part because it's licensing, but it's a little different when I'm the subject of the photo. Like, what if somebody just took a random photo of me in the park? I'm in public, so there's no privacy there, right? No perceived privacy. And you take that and you publish this image. I didn't sign off for my rights to be in that image. So why do you have the okay to make this a copywritten photo? Like that, that case makes me scratch my head a little bit, but, uh, I don't know. Me too. Killer ain't, ain't pressed for money. He, he spitting raps with Kith and <laughs> that, that, whew, have you heard that? That's mm -hmm. fire. This shit was fire. Yeah. Um, he, he was on GQ. Um, Cameron is coming into his own, yeah. man. And I like I love it. it. I'm happy for him. Me too. The, uh, the last thing I want to talk about is I did listen to Vultures. I didn't like that project myself. It uh, It's pretty sad. But I listened to D1's album. And uh, <laughs> I can actually honestly say that D1 has a better album than Kanye West. It has way more substance. Now, when it comes to D1... D1 is limited by the things he can talk about. And it feels like he trades in the gun talk, gun bars with God bars. It's like, I'll beat you. I'll shoot you. I'll kill you. And it's like, I'm so blessed that God come through. And it's like, ah, it's a little cringy at times. And then, it, then when he gets on the topic, it feels a little exploitative, exploitative. He has this song talking about a shooting of one of his students where not not on this latest project, just a song that he does, period, where it's both sides of the gun. Like one of his students that he was teaching when he was teaching end up killing another student and he was rapping about it. And it's just like he involved himself in this situation and it just it, it felt a little weird. I don't know. I I don't want to agree with you about D1 saying that he's clout chasing, but it, it, it kind of comes off that way. You should look up the groups that the group of Christians that actually like boycott him and what they say, some of the things that he's doing is really anti-Christian, um, which people are going to have any, uh, people are always going to have groups against them, but they're not even talking about him being exploitative. They're just saying some of the signs that he throws up are a little, a little weird or, 
the way he does certain things aren't Christian like. Mm-hmm. And so he's got he's got his detractors as well. Yeah. I just feel like he could really do this a different way. I honestly I really just feel like, yo, man, you literally had a beef with Lecrae, bro. Like, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Like, nah, yeah. that's that's just a little that's a little strange to me. But and Lecrae is like the Christian rapper bar. So, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny that that Kanye album is is not for me. Yeah, I I shameless plug since we're ending the show. I this week's STEM Society actually, uh, I kind of go into that mentality for a lot of a lot of people that I've heard rate the album who actually are on some of these podcasts and um, kind of ask some questions that need to be asked and you know just kind of seeing is it really that are you guys rating the I'm not talking about you I'm talking about these other podcasts but are you rating the antics or are you really rating the music it really depends on who you are and what you're saying so I can sit this is Stem Society episode 5 YouTube's coming soon I think I might post if I can get it finished by tomorrow. I might post uh, the pilot episode just randomly because I started editing. I'm going to CapCut University all weekend, and it's turning out as best way as I possibly Let's can. So we'll see. Big things coming. We're going to see. I've been showing. Well, I appreciate y'all listening to us on another episode of Government Podcast. Like I to get out there and chase your dreams. Keep chasing them. And that being said, we'll catch you guys next week. She is kind of fucking with my money, but I meant everything I said, <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio.